Hello, my name is Jacqueline and I'm a very proud grandma. I write stories for my grandchildren and I'm happy to share them with you too. So make yourself comfortable because my next story is about to begin. Kelty tidies up. Kelty lived on the edge of a forest with her parents and younger brother Louis. Her home was a short walk from a picturesque village where she would go to catch the bus to school. Kelty enjoyed her walks into the village. She really loved being outdoors, whether the sun was shining or the rain was falling. But she especially loved nature the insects, the animals, the flowers, the trees and even the clouds up in the sky. If she wasn't looking down at the pretty flowers grown in people's gardens, she would be looking up at the clouds trying to pick out animal shapes in them. As far as Kelty was concerned, there was always something of interest to look at no matter where she was walking. But... As much as Kelty loved nature, she despised litter and the people who dropped it. Every school day, during her short walk to and from the bus stop, Kelty had noticed more and more litter around the village. She became really cross at the sight of empty soda cans in the bushes, sweet wrappers tossed down without a thought, and all sorts of papers lying amongst the flowers in gardens and the hedgerows. Kelty's friend Maddie caught the same school bus as Kelty. In the mornings, they would stand at the bus stop chatting whilst waiting for the bus together. But when they got off the bus in the evenings, Maddie would be in a hurry to get home to play on her computer. Bye, Kelty! Maddie would shout as soon as she stepped off the bus and without waiting for a reply, she would be gone, running up the road to her house. Kelty didn't mind. She enjoyed walking by herself and taking in her surroundings. But, as each day passed, her enjoyment was slowly turning into frustration by the amount of increasing litter everywhere. When Kelty was very young, her parents had taught her not to drop litter on the ground. If there wasn't a litter bin nearby, she was to put it into her pocket and take it home. Any kind of litter can be a danger to the wildlife as well as the environment, Kelty's dad had told her. Animals could eat the sweet wrapper, thinking it was food, and then choke. And hedgehogs could get their noses stuck in empty soda cans and harm themselves. From that day on, Kelty always took her litter home and placed it safely in the bin there. She thought all children were taught this simple task, but it appeared not. It was hard for Kelty to understand why people could drop their litter without a care about the village they lived in or the wildlife they could harm. She often wondered whether these people done the same in their own homes – just dropped the litter onto the carpet without a thought of who would pick it up for them 
Or maybe they were thinking that it would magically disappear on its own. This particular day, after saying goodbye to Maddie at the bus stop, Kelty had had enough. She decided to pick up any litter she came across during her walk home. Kelty arrived home a little later than usual, which had worried her mum. She was about to ask Kelty if everything was okay when she saw her daughter's hands filled with dirty sweet wrappers and empty crisp packets. They can't possibly be yours, Kelty, said her mum in shock. No, mum, Kelty replied. I picked them up on the way home. I hate seeing litter everywhere. Well, that's a nice thing to do, said Mum, knowing how annoyed Kelty felt about seeing litter around. It's good to see you taking action instead of allowing the feelings to aggravate you. Tomorrow I will take a carrier bag with me to put the litter in, said Kelty. There are tin cans and all sorts of bits of paper in the hedges. I don't know how the people who live there can ignore it. And why do people think it's okay to throw their litter down in the first place? Well, good job, sweetheart, said Mum. Now, throw all that in the bin and then give your hands a good wash. I'll go and make you a snack. The next evening after school, before Kelty got off the bus, she took the empty carrier bag out of her pocket. What's that for? asked Maddie, who always sat next to Kelty on the bus as well as at school. I'm going to pick up litter on my way home, replied Kelty. Oh, was all Maddie said, looking puzzled at her friend. The bus stopped and the two girls jumped off and, with a quick goodbye, Maddie was gone. Kelty was always astonished how eager her friend was to get home to her computer. Kelty never had been too excited by video games, She preferred the adventure of being outside and having fun with her little dog, Dougie, come rain or shine. By the time Kelty arrived home, she had nearly filled her carrier bag with empty drinks bottles and an assortment of litter. She emptied the bag in the rubbish bin, then folded it neatly before placing it once again into her pocket, ready to use the following day. The next morning, Kelty met Maddie as usual at the bus stop, where they had a few minutes to wait before the school bus arrived. How much litter did you collect yesterday? asked Maddie, a little curious. I nearly filled the carrier bag, responded Kelty. I'm going to do the same after school today. Maddie looked around before saying, I think you picked it all up yesterday. I can't see any litter now. Kelty smiled as she pointed out the litter under a nearby bush. Most of this litter has been lying here for so long it gets blown into the bushes, Kelty explained, and the drink containers roll down into the gutters if they don't get caught in the hedgerows first. Oh, I hadn't really noticed it before, said Maddie. I suppose that's because I'm normally in a hurry to get home. Well, I've been noticing it for a while, said Kelty. And I've decided to do something about it, she said, just as the bus arrived. After school that evening, when the bus had dropped the two girls off, Maddie didn't run home. Instead, she said to Kelty, would you like some help picking up the litter? Oh, yes, please, replied Kelty, smiling at her friend. I'd like that a lot. As they collected the litter, Kelty pointed out the pretty flowers in some of the gardens. Maddie stopped and looked. 
I hadn't noticed these flowers before, she said, going up and sniffing a beautiful yellow rose. It's so pretty and has a lovely smell. Look over there at the colourful butterflies on the buddleia, said Kelty, pointing to a large bush covered in beautiful lance-shaped clusters of purple flowers. Wow, exclaimed Maddie. I've never seen so many butterflies in one place before. That bush is also known as the butterfly bush, explained Kelty. Its sweet-smelling flowers are a favourite of the butterflies, where they can drink the delicious nectar to their heart's content. The two girls stood and watched the array of butterflies for a moment, both taken in the beauty and enjoying the calm feeling the scene created within them. There is so much to see if you take time to slow down and look at nature, said Kelty softly. This is so beautiful, said Maddie, smiling. No matter the weather or the season, there is always something to see, said Kelty, pleased she could share this with her friend. But what if the day is cold and frosty, asked Maddie. Wouldn't you just want to hurry to wherever you are going and then ignore nature? Well, I can't deny it can be a little chilly, but on those frosty days, it's as though nature has cast a magical spell, Kelty said dreamily. The spider's webs, which we don't really take notice of at other times, can be seen covered in white fuzzy frost, which shows the delicate patterns as the ice crystals sparkle upon them. On frosty mornings especially, everywhere looks as though it is sleeping, as if time has stood still. I think every season and type of weather is special in its own way. Maddie listened to Kelty as she quietly continued picking up the litter. Soon they arrived at Maddie's house. I've enjoyed helping you, Kelty, Maddie said, and I've enjoyed learning about the different flowers and things. That's good, said Kelty. I'm glad I didn't bore you. Oh no, said Maddie. Actually, if you don't mind, I was hoping you would point out more magical things to me each day, please, she asked. Of course I will, said Kelty happily. I would love to. How about tomorrow? We can walk a different way home and collect the litter while looking at the gardens there. Sounds fun, said Maddie. See you tomorrow then. See you tomorrow, said Kelty. Bye. Kelty and Maddie picked up litter every day after school and Kelty pointed out the flowers, bugs, birds and other interesting things for her friend to see. It wasn't long before other people started noticing what Kelty and Maddie were doing and soon there had become quite a group of people clearing up the litter. The village eventually looked clean and tidy. How can we keep it this way? asked Maddie one day. I know, let's make some posters to stick upon the litter bins and notice boards around the village, suggested Kelty. That's a good idea, agreed Maddie. And once a month, we'll invite the villagers to gather for a tidy up, said Kelty. Kelty, Maddie and some friends made the colourful posters which encouraged people to dispose of their litter thoughtfully. Then they made leaflets, inviting people to gather at the village hall on the first Sunday of each month for the Tidy Up Club, which they had decided to call it, which would help clear any litter which may be around the village.
people of all ages came together. Mums, dads, brothers, sisters, grandmas and grandpas, and even their dogs. It was a friendly and cheerful atmosphere as they walked together around the village, picking up the litter whilst chatting. Sometimes there was not much litter to be found because more people were using the litter bins or taking their litter home with them. But the Tidy Up Club kept meeting each month because they enjoyed getting together. At some point, someone had suggested having a barbecue on the village green after the Tidy Up walk. This was agreed by everyone. To make things simple, the villagers put some money in a pot and the local butcher brought the delicious hamburgers and sausages while his wife made various salads and things. Even in the winter months, the club still gathered and then enjoyed hot soup and sandwiches in the local village hall. One Saturday morning, the phone rang. Kelty, it's for you, her mum said, passing the phone to her daughter. Hello, said Kelty, wondering who could be calling her. Hello, Kelty, said a voice. This is Tony from the local radio station. We would like to invite you in to talk to our listeners about how you have transformed your village and encouraged the residents to pick up their litter. Kelty was filled with astonishment as she looked up at her mum, who had been listening to the conversation. Her mum grinned and nodded her head in excitement. Uh, yes, yes, please, spluttered Kelty. But can my mum come with me? The arrangements were made for the following Saturday. Kelty and her mum went to the local radio station where they were treated like celebrities. Kelty was a little nervous at the start of the interview, especially when she realised she would be talking live on air into a real microphone. But once she began talking about why and how much she enjoyed nature, she soon relaxed. The next day was the first Sunday of the month and the Tidy Up Club met at the village hall as usual. When Kelty walked in, everyone cheered. They were all so proud of her and told her what a marvellous job she had done speaking on the radio. The interview itself had been very informative and Kelty had spoken clearly and confidently throughout. Excitement filled the room as Kelty thanked everyone for their kindness. Kelty's talk had been so successful. Many of the listeners liked her idea of gathering friends together and before long in each of the local villages, tidy up clubs began to appear with people once a month coming together to pick up litter. You have done a remarkable job, Kelty, said her mum. Instead of allowing your anger and frustration to grow because of something that created a negative energy inside of you, you decided to do something about it. You channeled your energy and focused your mind into fixing the problem. And now look where it has led. More and more people are taking care of where they live and being kinder to the environment because of you. I am so, so proud of you, sweetheart. Thanks, Mum, said Kelty, and they hugged each other tightly. Kelty was invited back to the local radio station this time she talked about how her Tidy Up Club had encouraged and inspired others to do the same in the surrounding areas. Kelty was even interviewed on the local news channel, where she was able to inspire people in other villages and towns to love where they lived. A few weeks later, 
as Kelty snuggled into her warm bed, she thought about her tidy-up club and the journey it had taken. She was very glad that now many more people had become aware of the danger litter caused to the environment and the wildlife. She was so pleased that she had decided to take action and pick up the litter, rather than just looking at it and complaining about it. With a deep sigh of contentment, Kelty snuggled further into her warm bed. She closed her eyes and fell fast asleep. I hope you enjoyed listening to my story. Before you go, I'd like to ask you a question. What do you do with your litter? Do you put it in your pocket and take it home with you? Or do you put it in a nearby bin? You can share your answer with me by either visiting my website, grandmahasastory.com, or by going to my Instagram page, grandmahasastory, and check me out on TikTok, grandmahasastory. Thanks again for listening and come back soon to hear another story from Grandma. Bye for now.